Class 13, April 17th to 23rd, What About? Part 2. Part 4, Aliens. A man runs in dark woods, as we see lights behind him. He rushes seeking safety, screaming for help but no help arrives. He trips, stumbles down a gorge. Close up on his face, eyes wide, breathing heavy from running. Maybe I lost them, he whispers, and slowly gets up, carefully looking around. Suddenly glaring light shines from above and he's gone. I love sci-fi, partly because I grew up watching Star Wars, Star Trek and other science fiction shows, and partly because I've always been fascinated with space. The Final Frontier. Before I go on. UFO means unidentified flying object. It could be anything, but the term is primarily connected to aliens. Many claim to have seen UFOs or been abducted by aliens. Most seem very sincere about their claims and some even have video or pictures of these supposed UFOs in the sky hovering or flying in a very erratic pattern. But are they aliens, and what are UFOs? Did God create beings on other planets that are visiting Earth, is this science fiction, or something else entirely? Let me say I believed in aliens when I was younger. A. Why people believe. 1. They want to believe. Some believe because it's fantastic, interesting, and they accept it by faith. Like evolution, most haven't checked out the stories or evidence for themselves, but accept what they're told. Not all people who believe in aliens or UFOs are crazy, or anything like that. Many are regular people who are interested in this subject. Yet, some build their thinking upon the belief in E.T. 2. We're encouraged to believe. Pictures, stories, books, films, magazines, scientists, TV, documentaries, streaming shows, and videos of UFOs, all encourage us to accept the sensational. When something becomes prevalent, encouraged, and accepted in society as true and apparently proven, others will believe it. Even if it's totally bizarre. Example, perhaps you heard of the Salem witch trials in Pennsylvania many years ago. At that time, some would promise you they saw witches riding brooms in the skies, perhaps even pointing to specific people. Sensationalism does this. 3. We all need to believe something. God placed within humanity the desire to believe in something beyond ourselves, Ecclesiastes 3.11. We want answers to questions in our hearts, which haunt us until we know the truth, or what we think is truth, and develop a worldview. 4. We rebel against God. Think about where most individuals who believe in aliens look for answers. Example, the truth it out there was a saying of the X-Files, a popular TV show in the 1990s. The characters always look for answers to life's questions out there, from aliens, who could attack humanity or make an agreement with them. Them, being the government, which conspired against others and kept it secret. This idea is common. Many who believe in aliens, think they can give us answers, bring peace, or connect us to someone otherworldly. Keep this in mind when I present the evidence. Question, if we look for truth and answers outside of scripture, what does that say about us? We don't want to listen to what God has said, and go to other gods or sources to fulfill our desires and find answers we want, rather than answers we need. Go to Scripture and God for your answers, then look at secondary resources. Be evidence regarding aliens and UFOs. 1. Videos and pictures. There have been lots of videos of aliens and UFOs. But. Question, have you ever seen a crisp, clean, clear video of a close-up of a UFO? No. How about an alien kidnapping a person? No. Of an alien and person talking on a cell phone? Yes, but those are commercials. The videos and pictures are always grainy, distant, shaky, and many have been proven false. Example, there was a television show years ago called, Alien Autopsy, commentary from an actor and an FX wizard at that time. 
I saw it. People who had checked this out, said it was reliable. The film footage was grainy, poorly shot, and supposedly from the 1960s? And showed a dead alien on a metal table, with doctors conducting an autopsy. I was like, whoa, this was cool. Come to find out, whoa, this was fake. The film, the doctor's utensils, video, and everything were proven to be a fake. Many videos have been shown to be something other than alien spacecraft, or aliens. Question, what about pictures? Have you ever seen a close-up or the inside of a UFO? No. How about a close-up of an alien? No. What about pictures of aliens shaking hands or sitting on the front porch talking about football, or asking a woman out? No. Some may say, there are pictures, but the government doesn't want them out in public. It's a conspiracy. All those pictures have been destroyed. Or pictures have been taken, but they just don't turn out because of their skin, or the lights of the ship. Or other excuses. Like the videos, many pictures have been proven false. Some of them have been a hubcap, a model, weather balloon, ball lightning, other weather phenomena, a camera trick of double exposure, space junk, etc. Today with digital technology, editing software, and AI, it can be more difficult to spot phonies. With that said, some video footage and pictures are difficult to explain. We may not have an answer, but we can establish in principle that the videos and pictures cannot be what some claim. How? Keep reading. 2. Science and UFO travel. Examples, have you ever been driving down the road with your arm out the window, and a bug or something hit your arm? Ouch. It hurts. Or while you are driving, a small pebble hits your windshield. That's fun. There's a crack in your windshield that must be fixed, particularly if the crack is on the driver's side. Science says it's impossible for an aircraft to fly at high speed through space. Why? They would hit intergalactic space dust and be obliterated. Example, many years ago, NASA used spacecrafts known as the space shuttles. You can see them in museums now. Each had tiles to protect it from space debris. The tiles had to be replaced because of the pits that occur when the shuttle hit bits of dust. The scientific question. What would occur if a spaceship was flying the speed of light or warp speed and hit a speck of space dust? It would be destroyed on contact. Not only does space debris and dust-proof ships cannot travel at high speed in space, but, the need for a massive amount of energy or fuel makes interstellar travel impossible. There's no friction in space because there is no atmosphere like on Earth. And continues in motion until something stops it. That is one law of science. But fuel is still needed to start, maneuver, stop, land, and take off again. Imagine how long it would take for a ship outside of our solar system to arrive on Earth. Even scientists state this. Someone may say, but they travel really fast, at hyperspeed or warp drive. We come back to the problem of space dust, and the amount of energy it would take for a ship to reach that speed, stop at Earth, and return home. Also, the government has admitted they tested top-secret flying machines in the 1960s, when the UFO craze began. 3. SETI. SETI is the science organization, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. They constantly scan the universe, listening for signals that sound like a message. A massive amount of money is spent on this research. Guess what they found? Nothing. Except pulsars, radio waves, and white noise in space. 4. What about other cultures? Those who believe in aliens, sometimes say ancient cultures drew pictures on cave walls or something, depicting creatures, aliens, and spaceships. On the next page is one example. On the left in the red circle, is a picture of a Mayan sarcophagus, or coffin, with the design on it. Some think this is a picture of an alien race in a spaceship, pictured on the right. However, 
this had nothing to do with aliens or superior technology. These pictures, as anthropologists know, depict religious festivals and rituals, such as sacrificial rituals, which often involve grotesque masks or elaborate designs of creatures and stars, which could appear to be aliens to us. Often, these designs were a representation of the afterlife. However, those convinced of aliens, will see an alien and alien technology in the picture, despite the evidence. When someone is determined to believe something, they'll believe it despite the truth. In fact, some believe Enoch and Elijah were abducted. And Ezekiel saw a spaceship in Ezekiel 1. This leads us to 5. Abductions. There are various types of encounters, one being abductions. Books and films about this, supposedly based on true stories have come out, excited some and terrified others. Have people been abducted by aliens and had experiments done on them? Is it their imagination, a dream, hypnotic suggestion, or something else? This is where we start to get into something many do not realize, and that is the demonic realm, and its connection to aliens, UFOs, and particularly abductions. An important evidence that demonstrates the connection between alien abductions and occultism relates to shamanism. Shamanism is a religion that focuses on the unseen world. Shamans are occultic priests or priestesses who use magic and divination to cure the sick and control events. Of great relevance to our study is the fact that in a shamanistic initiation ceremony, there are visionary experiences that are strikingly parallel to what UFO abductees go through. During a shamanistic initiation ceremony, which is rooted in occultism, the candidate is in an entranced state, and his soul leaves the body and he is taken into an underworld. While he is there, demonic beings capture the candidate, tear him apart, and then reassemble him. Following the reassembly the person has new knowledge and new seemingly magical powers. Typically a rock crystal is allegedly inserted deep into the candidate's head, which is said to give him power. Further examination of the initiate takes place by these demonic entities in the midst of a uniform but sourceless light. When the initiate returns, he may have been unconscious for hours or days. The person then leads a changed life, and has new magical powers as well as the ability to communicate with the spiritual world. 1. There are many factors listed above that are strikingly similar to those who claim to have been abducted by aliens. A mystical experience. A lapse of time. A forceful examination. Being torn apart and put back together again. Implantation of an object into the head. New powers and ability to communicate with the spirit world following the experience too. Application, the occult is not something to mess with. I warn about this in my other classes and include it here too. Ouija boards, mediums, astrology, hypnosis, saying or singing a phrase repeatedly, horoscopes, yoga, white magic, I'm not talking about card tricks or illusions, which can be fun and do not have the occult behind them, studying the demonic realm too much, and more, is very dangerous. Yes, Christians need to understand how the enemy works, and the spiritual battle we are in, which I have mentioned. But be careful how deep you go. I used to be very interested in the paranormal, aliens, telepathy, ghosts, the Necronomicon, which I read part of, and more, though I never cast spells or anything like that. Don't be fooled. If you are tempted by these things, read Deuteronomy 13, 18 and Romans 1 and heed God's warnings, and memorize scripture to help you defend yourself. Also, there are some popular Christian practices that involve the same things listed above, but are not Christian, and are connected to hyper-suggestion at best, and the occult at worst. Just because you experience something, doesn't mean it's from God. In fact, there has been secular research done where researchers talked with those who claimed to have been abducted. They stated that the abductees stopped their abduction experience, in the name of Jesus Christ. 3. 
How can supposed alien beings stop their surgery if the name of our Lord is called upon? This means, they are not aliens, but connected to the demons of the spirit world. C. Why is this important? 1. Science. Some say, including some evolutionists as you saw early in the class, that life began on another planet and aliens planted life here. No way, you say. Example, I had a dentist who believed this. He was a good dentist, a very intelligent man, and very much into science fiction, and evolution. Evolution strikes again. Planet rovers are sent to Mars for research, to see if life was and water are there, or in the past. Why? Because if they can find water, then they can say that it is proof of life that evolved there or could have evolved there. There may be microbes or tiny amoebas throughout the universe, but not intelligent life. Sometimes we wonder if there's intelligent life on Earth. 2. New Age and Cults It is one thing to claim to see a UFO, but the question must be asked is, what do the aliens say? This is the test. Application, God tells us to test everything. God instructed the Israelites to test what they hear, and we are instructed in the New Testament to test what we hear, see, feel, and think. God took this so seriously in the Old Testament that false prophets were put to death. Deuteronomy 13 1-5, If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes true, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let's follow other gods, whom you have not known, and let's serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall follow the Lord your God and fear Him, and you shall keep His commandments, listen to His voice, serve Him, and cling to Him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death, because he has spoken falsely against the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery, to drive you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall eliminate the evil from among you. Deuteronomy 18 21-22 And if you say in your heart, How will we recognize the word which the Lord has not spoken? When the prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, and the thing does not happen or come true, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously, you are not to be afraid of him. 1 Thessalonians 5 21, But examine everything, hold firmly to that which is good. 1 John 4 1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. We are not only told to test theological statements from pastors, teachers, preachers, music leaders, writers, and others in the church, but we must test scientists, and what is said about evolution and those who claim to have been abducted or have messages from the aliens. So, what do these aliens, say? Whereas the actions and messages of the aliens are consistently occultic in nature, they are also anti-Christian in nature. They never say things that affirm the Bible as God's Word. They never say anything that even remotely glorifies Christ. They never say anything about man's sin problem or his need for redemption. They anything about Christ's redemptive work at the cross. Instead, the aliens talk about attaining cosmic awareness and transcendence to a higher spiritual plane. They consistently encourage participation of a variety of occultic practices, including astral projection, automatic handwriting, channeling, spiritism, levitation, and clairvoyance. Everything they say and do betrays their true identity. These aliens or space brothers are, I believe, actually demons against God. The point I want to make at this juncture is simply that the alien agenda human beings is in fact a demonic agenda. Four. This is not the stuff of cute television or streaming shows, many of which these days target children. This is a real issue, and some people pay with their lives. One example is the Heaven's Gate cult, 
where 39 people committed suicide in hopes of meeting up with the mothership in the tail of the Heilbop Comet. You can do more research, but it was a tragic and horrible thing. 5. In fact, there are even UFO religions that people follow. Here's another example. The Etherius Society was founded in 1954 by George King, a student of yoga. While living in London, King was informed by a cosmic brotherhood that he should prepare himself, for he was to become the voice of the interplanetary parliament. Indeed, he was to be the primary terrestrial mental channel. King had previously been taught by an advanced master from the East how to obtain telepathic rapport with the cosmic masters. 6. There is more to his story, such as his prophetic experience, and his visit by a space master and more. He supposedly had conversations with Master Etherius, who lived on Venus. Not the physical planet, but a spiritual one. He later said, in 1958, that he was in contact with Master Jesus, who also lived on that same planet. 7. Contacting these beings parallels contacting the spirit realm. Studies have shown that of those who claim to have been abducted by UFOs, have previously been, or were currently involved in the occult or New Age movement. In seeking to unravel who these aliens are, it is highly revealing that while UFOs typically do not respond to aerial pursuits or standard approaches, such as radio contact, the standard tools of the occult have been claimed to establish contact in innumerable cases. Those who successfully make contact are those typically involved in one or more of the following, trance states, seances, clairvoyance, spiritism, automatic handwriting, peering into crystals, levitation, out-of-body experiences, and the like. 8. New Age author Whitley Strieber's increasing contacts with spirit beings masquerading as aliens leaves us in no doubt about the progressive nature of the deception that enveloped him. In Strieber's first book, Communion, he describes his first encounters with the visitors, only recalled through hypnosis. In Transformation the visitors started to teach him deeper things that he linked with the spiritual realm, although he recalls that they were always vague about their point of origin. Because of his New Age beliefs, Strieber refused to believe that the beings were those as described in biblical terms. He wrote. So far the word demon had never been spoken through the scientists and doctors who were working with me. And why should it have been? We were beyond such things. We were a group of atheists and agnostics, far too sophisticated to be concerned with such archaic ideas as demons and angels. However, and true to New Age form, Strieber started to connect his visitors to all the religions of the world. Whatever the visitors are, I suspect that they have been responsible for much paranormal phenomena ranging from the appearance of gods, angels, fairies, ghosts, and miraculous beings to the landing of UFOs in the backyards of America. Strieber and his visitors are advocating a new religion, and one that he hopes will unite all of humanity. 9. But there's a few other things you need to know, and that is some of these New Age leaders use the Bible to substantiate their belief in aliens, UFOs, and other areas. 3. They use scripture, UFOs, Ezekiel 1:15 15-21 clouds and fire dash. Exodus 13-14, 19, the ARK of the Covenant, Exodus 25-10-22. Numerous elaborate arguments for UFOs in the Bible have been concocted by various people. Many of the more notable arguments are found in Eric von Deniken's controversial book Chariots of the Gods, which has sold more than 45 million copies since its release in the late 1960s. Von Deniken argued that the Ark of the Covenant was actually a radio transmitter that enabled Moses to communicate with beings in a spaceship that guided the Israelites across the wilderness during the Exodus. According to Von Deniken, the Bible, for lack of better terms, ancients were limited in their knowledge, calls these spacecrafts pillar of fire by night and a pillar of kud by day, Exodus 13 21, 22, 14 19, 20. This reminds me of the movie Independence Day, 
for whenever alien spacecrafts showed up in Earth's atmosphere, they were accompanied by clouds and fire. 10. The Ark of the Covenant was no such thing, but it doesn't stop there. It has been suggested by a Presbyterian minister, who is quite open to the possibility of UFOs in the Bible, that the parting of the Red Sea was actually brought about by the exhaustive UFO spacecrafts. Moses needed help because the Egyptians were pursuing them. So Moses quickly contacted the aliens with his radio transmitter, the Ark of the Covenant, and the aliens blew open a path through the Red Sea by the exhaust of the ship. More than one UFO enthusiast has suggested that Moses did not encounter God Almighty in the burning bush, rather, he came into contact with an exalted alien whose appearance was awesome. 11. Most have not heard about these things until you do deeper research. What you see on popular media, science fiction shows or books, magazines and more don't address these topics. But. Question, what's one main problem? Hermeneutics. The art and science to properly interpret scripture and get back to what the writer originally meant. Application, this is why I emphasize the importance of looking at scripture from a historical grammatical cultural perspective. It takes time, and why I spent time in class emphasizing how to properly interpret the Bible. Some who believe in UFOs say it is arrogant to say we are the only ones in the universe. Some even ask, couldn't God have created other beings on another planet? Question, what should our responses be to those who say these things? We need to ask, why would someone say that? Maybe they believe if we are alone, we have no hope, no answers and that this messed up life is all there is. Or they think the only place to find answers is out there and are afraid to admit this planet is the only one populated with intelligent life. Also, who says that it's arrogant? Look at it from another angle. If God created this world, doesn't that show this world is special and we have purpose, meaning, and a reason to live? The main issue is not that this person or group believes in UFOs and aliens. There are probably some deep emotional and psychological needs that are there too. Get to the core issue and show them the Bible has the answers, not aliens, which are really demons. When witnessing to someone who believes in UFOs, ask, why do you believe aliens and UFOs exist? Their response may be, underscore saw one and I've seen videos, and pictures, or, I've seen one. If they say they've seen one, ask what they saw. I've seen things I can't explain too, but I know they were not aliens. Or, you could say, I've seen one too, if you've seen one, but I know it's not aliens. Their reply is why slash how? Ask how they know it was an alien. Depending on their willingness to listen, tell them truth about the evidence. Pray. If they're open to scripture. Now for the Bible. D. What does scripture say? I'm not going to include the verses for space and time, but encourage you to read them. 1. Genesis 1-3, 12-1-3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created Adam and Eve and placed them in the Garden of Eden. Where? Earth. Where did God choose Abram? From your slash Chaldees, which is in modern-day Iraq, found on earth. 2. Deuteronomy 432-35. God chooses Israel over nations of the earth, and saved them by signs, by wonders, by His power. Did God choose another nation on another planet for His redemptive purpose? No. He chose Israel on earth. 3. Psalm 33 13-15, 37-9-11, 22. Psalm 33, the psalmist focuses on earth. God created mankind on earth, the crown of His creation. The focus of redemption because of our sins. God works in the hearts of people as individuals. Where? On earth. Psalm 37 doesn't say, the meek shall inherit Alpha Centauri? They shall inherit earth, as Jesus said in Matthew 5 5. 4. Isaiah 18 3, 45 18 19, 
Revelation 4 11, 5-9-10, 20-6. Question, Who created earth? Revelation 4 11, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for You created all things, and by Your will, pleasure, they exist and were created. Question, Why did God create the earth? God created them for His glory, because He wanted to, and took pleasure in it. God formed earth to be inhabited. This isn't said of any other planet. God spoke to His people on earth and He placed this planet here for a purpose. Remember how finely tuned earth is for life. It's inhabited now and, in the future, it will be inhabited by total righteousness. 2 Peter 3:13. Context of Day of the Lord, we, according to His promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Question, where will people reign from after the return of Christ, when He sets up His kingdom? From earth. Revelation 5 9-10, 20-6. 5. Jesus and Salvation. Question, for whom did Jesus die? Humanity, the descendants of Adam. If we came from aliens, then Scripture is wrong, because He only died for Adam's descendants, Romans 5, 1 Corinthians 15. Those not descended from Adam, cannot be saved, despite the messages of these aliens. Also, aliens could not be saved because Jesus didn't take upon their form to die for them, but us, Philippians 2. Questions, where did Jesus die? earth. God would be unjust if He sent His Son to die for humanity only, if there were intelligent beings elsewhere in the universe affected by the fall. That is a very important thought. Question, what slash where is the focus of the judgment of God? Earth. The New Testament word used for world is often cosmos, where we get cosmos, referring to the universe. But in Scripture, though it can mean universe, it means, earth, human race, world system, or adornment, depending on the context. Adam sinned on earth and brought damnation upon humanity, on earth. Romans 5:12. By one man sin entered into the world. Someone may say that Scripture doesn't talk about life forms elsewhere. Of course. Because there are none. There is no evidence in Scripture that aliens exist. I used to believe in UFOs and aliens. What about now? No. Even though there are things we don't understand, we can confidently say that part of this is a spiritual battle with the demonic realm, who ensnare people through lies, sensationalism, and making people see things that are not there. Why? To propagate false teachings about heaven, Jesus, the afterlife, truth and the state of humanity. It's okay to enjoy science fiction but remember it is fiction and not real. Remember also that ideas have consequences. If we believe in aliens and UFOs, we need to think about why we believe this, look at the evidence for and against it, and compare that with what scripture says. Then think about the consequences off that belief. So, from a biblical worldview does intelligent life exist on other planets, and are there aliens and UFOs that are visiting Earth? That would seem unlikely from a biblical point of view. Firstly, the entire Genesis creation account has its focus on Earth, and specifically mankind on Earth. This suggests this one planet, uniquely created on the first day, is central to God's purposes. Moreover, having become a man, it is upon the new Earth that Christ will reign for eternity, with only the redeemed of every earthly nation and tribe of humanity. Secondly, Eve is described as the mother of all living, Genesis 3:20. This would not be true if there were other sentient, intelligent and self-aware beings in the universe. Thirdly, when Adam sinned, Genesis 3, the whole of creation fell, Romans 8:18-22. Hence, if there were extraterrestrials, ETs, they would now be living in a curse universe even though they played no part in its fall. Fourthly, the Bible teaches that Christ died to reconcile to himself all things whether on earth or in heaven, Colossians 1 20. 
However, if ETs exist, they would be included in this despite their having no involvement in human sin and despite their not sharing in Christ's humanity, Hebrews 2:14. What about so-called UFO sightings? There may well be flying objects that are unidentified, but most turn out to have a straightforward explanation. A handful no doubt, so remain exactly that, unidentified. There are secular UFOlogists dedicated to researching these, who would love to find evidence of visitors from alien civilizations. However, the most prominent of these researchers are now leaning towards paranormal or extradimensional explanations for such experiences, rather than extraterrestrials. There is no scientific, non-anecdotal evidence at all for the existence of alien life forms, intelligent or otherwise. 12. From a Christian standpoint, those who communicate with UFOs and extraterrestrial beings shave always delivered messages contrary to the Bible. This can be attributed in a large part to the occult methods that they employ when they receive their messages. Christians may not have ready answers to every question about UFO sightings, but in the face of extraterrestrial doctrine, no question remains as to the source of the messages, spiritual beings opposed to God's truth and thus, demonic in nature. 13. Additional Resources Books UFO Cults and the New Millennium, William Elner. Alien Obsession, Ron Rhodes. Encyclopedia of New Age Beliefs, John Ankerberg and John Weldon. Confronting the New Age, Douglas Gruthuiz. End Time Visions, The Doomsday Obsession, Richard Abanes. The Dark Side of the Supernatural, Learning What is of God. And What is Not, Bill Myers and David Wimbish. The Kingdom of the Occult, Walter Martin. Websites and Articles https colon slash slash finance dot yahoo dot com slash news slash alien life may exist zone one four four five oh oh one nine six dot html an article from a secular viewpoint that states where aliens may live https colon slash slash dot org slash astronomy slash alien life slash dash list of articles on aliens https colon slash slash org slash ufos aliens and christianity slash https colon slash slash org slash astronomy slash alien life slash are aliens real slash dash 1. Ron Rhodes, Alien Obsession, What Lies Behind Abductions, Sightings and the Attraction to the Paranormal, Eugene, Oregon, Harvest House Publishers, 1998, 137-138. 2. Rhodes, 138. 3. Gary Bates, Alien Intrusion, UFOs and the Evolution Connection, Green Forest, Arkansas, Master Books, 2005, 271. 4. Rhodes, 90-91. 5. Richard Abanes, End Times Visions, The Doomsday Obsession, Nashville, Tennessee, Broadman and Holman Publishers, 1998, 31-41. 6. Rhodes, 111. 7. Ibid. 8. Rhodes, 120. 9. Bates, 282-283. 10. Rhodes, 72. 11. Rhodes, 72-73. 12. Dominic Statham, The Wonder of Science, Exploring the Creation-Evolution Debate, Powder Springs, Georgia, Creation Book Publishers, 2021, 208-209. 13. Walter Martin, et. Al. The Kingdom of the Occult, Nashville, Tennessee, Thomas Nelson Publishers, 2008, 370.